what happens if you have to get tested for coronavirus and you're on Medicare? What happens if you get COVID-19 and are on Medicare? Will it cover you? Will you be paying extra? Are you going to be okay? Today, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about specifically what happens to those people that are on Medicare and how they interact with the bills associated with a diagnosis of COVID-19. What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is fellow Dolphin Jonah Faulkner. Hello. He is he's been on our show before, but he is joining me today because he has a keen interest in Medicare. And we're going to be talking about whether or not Medicare covers COVID-19 or how how much you're going to get billed if you get it. Um, no one wants it, right? Um, well, no one wants COVID. They all want Medicare, right? We all yeah, want yeah, Medicare. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. But um, Jonah, thanks for joining me today. We're going to talk about Medicare and COVID-19. In fact, this was your idea. Well, why is it? Are you getting people asking you about this? No one's yet asked asked me of this, and I don't think that's for lack of people wanting to know. Um, I actually, you know, follow a few topics on my phone and get, you know, notifications from Google when new articles are posted, you know, on things I follow. Uh, Medicare being one of them, coronavirus undoubtedly being, you know, another one. Anyway, um, there were, there was a, there was a recent article that was posted by CNBC Sarah O'Brien um, Friday, October second, and in that she went through uh, coronavirus on Medicare, and and that you know was the impetus for this topic. And I think that if people have the time, that they should stop in and really go through it because it really illustrates exactly um, the kind of um, the kind of cost that you can expect um, if you were to receive. Uh, or a diagnosis of, of coronavirus. Yeah, and you're on Medicare. I think it's a, I mean, when you asked me, I thought, oh man, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good question because I'm not on Medicare, but I have a lot of clients that are on Medicare. And we, I mean, as financial planners, the self-focus is making sure people's financial lives are okay. And as they get to 65, the magical number, they go on Medicare and people should know what happened. So we looked it up and we did some research and, um, and that article was very interesting, and I, I thank you for bringing it to my attention. But I looked on Medicare.gov, and I sent that to you as well. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, right, right on Medicare.gov, if you search for it, which is the place to go if you want medic Medicare information, but accurate it it right accurate information. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there that just spout off, you know, different things, and it can get confusing. So hopefully today we'll clear up the air, but. If you look on it right there, it says coronavirus disease 2019 test. Um, Medicare Part B covers a test to see if you have coronavirus, officially called coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. And then the bigger question is, how much is it going to cost me? You pay nothing for this test when you get it from a laboratory, pharmacy, doctor, or hospital, and when Medicare covers this test in your local area. So boom, 
you don't pay a thing for COVID-19 tests. I thought that was pretty good to know. And did you notice that said Medicare Part B covers it? Oh, yeah. No, no, I did. So I think a lot of people correctly believe that Medicare Part D is their drug coverage. But unfortunately, um, it's not that simple. And a lot of drugs are billed under Medicare Part B. Um, whether or not to be billed under Part B or Part D is, you know, determined by your healthcare provider. And knowing that, you know, Medicare is is mandating that this be covered, I'm sure that, you know, the pharmacy benefit manager or whoever is responsible for that would correctly code it. So there's 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 so, no real reason for you to know that. But think about it. Um, let's just imagine someone's just on Medicare, which is a and B, we'll just, we'll give them a original a, Medicare. Yeah. Right, a original B. Medicare. I don't have too many clients that are on just original Medicare. We I, got some people in the, in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. The certain States that don't have it. When we did some work in Kentucky, there were some people that actually a lot more than I thought, but we're just on original Medicare. That means they had part a and B and they got the, and then, and then they picked up a part D plan, um, to cover drugs, but that's all they have now here in Pinellas County, Florida. I would say most, I, I don't, I haven't met anybody actually that doesn't have some sort of supplemental coverage, whether it's a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement. Yeah. So in, 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 in some markets, there's, uh, you know, substantial competition and many, many, many uh, Medicare agents that are out there, you know, educating clients as to what their options are. But in um, quite a few rural markets throughout America, there is um, a, a great a great shortage of, of people out there educating people on what exactly their options are. And um, rest rest assured, you have options. There is not, I'm not familiar of one place in the country with which you have only one option as to um, who to get your insurance through once you get to Medicare. I was, I was thinking about that when, um when I was thinking, well, are there any particular companies locally here that are providing extra value on this coronavirus? And I looked them up. I was just looking to see who we have. I had a, a partial list of the companies that we represent. Um, like, you know, like Jonah and I are both investment advisors. We focus on financial planning, but we also have insurance and we need the licenses and we know that it's a big cost, which is why we're talking about it. But I was just looking at our list of companies. We have Humana, United Healthcare, WellCare, BayCare, Devoted Freedom, Optimum Care Plus, Cigna, Aetna. I mean, we, there's others I'm probably missing, but we represent these companies and it doesn't really matter which one you have when it comes to coronavirus because it's covered under Part B, which all those plans I just mentioned are, are not Part B. You need Part B to get those, but those are considered Medicare Advantage or Part C. I know the letters are get confusing. Reminds me of kindergarten, I guess. So, uh, I, I'm a, I I hope your listeners will appreciate this, but just to go into the history very briefly as to why Part C exists and what exactly that is, and perhaps what exactly D is, and why that was introduced. Um, Basically, Medicare Advantage Part C is a private health insurance company taking over the responsibility to care for you and taking the federal money destined for your care uh, from the federal government. And that basically is ensuring that, you know, they'll cover you. Um, you have to have Part A. You have to have Part B. 
if you have both of those, often many insurers are willing to accept you uh, as an enrollee during an enrollment period. They'll typically cover your drugs. They'll typically cover limited dental procedures, typically some vision, eyeglasses. Uh, not only that, but f full coverage. Everything that A and B covers, the plan has to cover at least that uh, on an actuarial level. So that means that uh, each each year, Medicare changes a little bit. So each plan is allowed to, by law, get a little bit worse, but that's not often what happens in competitive markets. Often plans get better because uh, their competitors get better and they they wanna try to retain the enrollments that they have. Yeah, that's specifically the case here in Pinellas County and Hernando and Tampa, oh, it's, Tampa, yeah, yeah, Hillsborough. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many competitors. I just named a list of them that we represent. and. They're constantly competing. I mean, a lot of them are offering extra cash. They call it a Part B buyback or buy down. I mean, they want you to join their plan. But I want to point out here, Jonah. This is this was an inch, and this is right on Medicare.gov's website. It says, note, please note, and they bold it. Medicare Advantage plans cannot charge copayments, deductibles, or coinsurance for clinical lab tests to detect or diagnose COVID nineteen. So you should, if you're a Medicare and you get a bill, mm. there's something wrong here. Um, for what we've talked about thus far, you are correct. But no, you're 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 partially wrong because it, what what you're saying sounds a tiny wee bit misleading. If you get coronavirus, you very likely will have a bill because 49. I'm referring back to that CNBC article. Almost half of those who stayed, uh, almost half of those who were hospitalized, uh, stayed one to seven days. A quarter of the population who on uh, Medicare who has a COVID diagnosis, a million people, 280,000 of those resulted in a hospitalization. All right, so we're talking now. Yeah. So I, the, on Medicare.gov, I was talking about the tests. Now, so the tests you don't pay for, but if you get it, mm. now you got a positive test. Mm. Now that changes the game. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to need, you might need drugs. You might need hospital stay. You're going to have doctor visits. You might have, uh, you know, respiratory issues. So now all of a sudden, you're going to be paying money. Right, right. So if you go, you get a test. The test is negative. No further treatment needed. You're likely not, you know, you are not paying a dime. Now, I was going to say you're likely not paying a dime. Unless someone is committing malfeasance, you are not paying a dime. Um, and or maybe if you get a, a one of those rapid tests that maybe isn't covered true, by true. Medicare. That's an important caveat. Something like that. Yeah, they're, they're going to want to save money where they can anyway. Um, but if you get a Medicare-approved COVID test, you're not paying anything correct. according to Medicare.gov. Correct. But let's go further now You're because now you're saying... You so could see a bill in it, it. So let's say that the people who are listening to this podcast are people who are planning for their future and aren't necessarily yet on Medicare. What would someone selecting a plan, you know, right now as coronavirus is, is happening, someone turning 65, why, what should they be selecting if they want to be covered? If they want to be covered the best case scenario, if they're in the hospital for 30 days or more. So exactly like, if if you had your choice, what would you do? What plan would you want? If you got COVID-19, what plan would you want to have? Right, exactly. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, we're not going to go into specifics of individual companies, but generally speaking, I would say a supplement would probably be a better option in terms of 
if I got, but, and, and now there's a bunch of different types of supplements, but you know. So in, in the supplement world, there are two plans. So I have two different answers actually. So if you are actually already on Medicare, you're, you've already, you've already gotten it. You can get the most comprehensive plan that there is available out there. That's called the plan F it's, it's a uh, standardized, you know, it doesn't matter if Aetna sells it, Cigna sells it, uh, Liberty bankers, bankers life. It, it they're all the exact same. They have to cover exactly the same thing. The only thing that's different is the premium, where the customer service personnel is located, where the CEO, you know, lives, so on and so forth. Um, so if you have a plan F from Humana, mm, it's going to be the same coverage. Not, actually, no. So that's a bad example. Humana has um, silver sneakers. So is Humana's. Oh, no, they have that extra right. Benefit. They're the only <laughs> supplement that I know of that has an additional. Okay, so if you have a, a United Healthcare AARP Plan okay. F, yeah, and you have um, care, you know, like uh, Aetna Plan F, um, they have to be the same required by law. Yes, exactly. So, so the the first answer is the most comprehensive coverage in terms of coronavirus. So, worst case scenario, you're in the hospital, say more than thirty days. You're on a ventilator. They're giving you. Um, you know, perhaps uh, drugs that, you know, may or may not be covered. I looked into the most popular uh, cortical steroid. I, I'm not sure if it's a cortical steroid, but it's a steroid that they use uh, in coronavirus treatment. The president just got prescribed it called dex, dexamethasone. Um, wow, that's impressive. You got that out. <laughs> First try. Uh, Are you I, practicing that? <laughs> uh, no, but I've, I've I've had to type it a few times because I was looking at how um, how different plans were were covering that because it's you know pretty commonly prescribed. Um, that's that's separate. So unless it's prescribed, you know, and administered by that doctor, if that's something that you take home and use, you know, through a inhaler or you know a tablet or whatever, you're you're paying for that. That is that is Part D unless you're on a Medicare Advantage. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the most comprehensive plan. So that if you're already on Medicare, would be a plan F. If you are not already on Medicare, you sadly can no longer buy a plan F. The best, the next best thing would be a plan G. Covers all the same things plan, plans F, F does, except Part B deductible, which is $198. So if you, in effect, are hospitalized for 30 days for the hospital visit, you would be liable if you had a plan G, you would be liable for that one hundred and ninety eight dollars. That's the that part. That's the part B deductible that mm. you're going to the government to pay. Right. For Medicare. Right. right. So your part, your part. But then that's it. That That's your out of pocket. Right. Except your drugs and your premium to pay you every month on that. Correct. Plan. Correct. They're not free. Plan G's aren't oh, free. Exactly. Yeah. No. So depending on where you are in the country, it can be anywhere from uh single digit one, I mean, not single digit, it can be anywhere from a hundred, you know, 200, depending on your age, perhaps even up to 300, uh, in the less competitive markets per month, per month. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Per month, so, correct. so, uh, if you have coronavirus, we said a supplement would be great, but if you have one of these Medicare advantage plans mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily pay monthly for because a lot of them you don't pay. In fact, they pay you to join. So, in so what about those? Are we? Would you not want to be on one of those or per personal? So unless it was in the financial cards. So if I had, if I, if if I paid my my Part B premium to the government, you know, I by last I checked it was one hundred and thirty five fifty. If I paid that to the government. And I didn't have any money left over to purchase additional insurance. I think a Medicare Advantage uh, is a strong 
uh, it's, it's, it's very hard to pull me away from having no plan premium and, and having, yeah. well, especially around here in Pinellas County or oh, even yeah. just in Florida in general, well, yeah. other States, you, you don't, they, they you have to pay for these plans. Yeah. So I think that in Florida we're a bit spoiled and this is my local market and the market that I have the most experience in. And I kind of look at, um, to be honest, Medicare Advantage plans that that charge a premium with a little bit of disdain because we're kind of spoiled here. We have zero dollar plan premiums that will cover. I can't, I'm not going to go in. I'll go into the benefits, but I'm not going to who the plan is because I don't want to you know, commit any errors. Um, but the if you were to go to the hospital, it's zero dollars for, you know, if you were to go there for 30 days, that wouldn't cost you a dime. Um, and this is a Medicare Advantage plan local to our area and it costs nothing to enroll. But you need Part A and you need Part B. Um, and you have to stay in, in their network. Right. Right. So that's and a, they're typically, but we see the billboards. You see the billboards HMOs. Now? You see that they have television stations, some of these plans, <laughs> right? They, they, oh, 24-7, just a station on the plan. I see billboards when I'm driving and you see the ads online. So there's a ton of competitors out there. But you're right. There's plans that don't cost you anything. Right. If you stay in network, though. Right. There's always that caveat. So, yeah. No, but when, most of them have all the local hospitals. So it's not... You know, you got to double check. Oh, not only that, but if, if you're in a life-threatening emergency, uh, your network be damned. Medicare steps in on your behalf. Um, you're you're um, you're required to be covered in an emergency. Um, they can't just simply say, you know, you weren't in network. You should have been in network. You know, if you're if it's life-threatening, they obviously understand right, that. Right. I think that um, you know there are so many. So many plans out there um, and so many options. People get confused by Medicare Advantage, Medicare supplements, and I don't want to get into it. But I will say, you know, going back to what we're talking about, which is coronavirus, if you get it on Medicare, what we've determined so far is that you do not have to pay for the testing, assuming you go through the Medicare approved testing process, which I haven't heard any complaints from anybody about it. Me neither. Not one. Um, but then again, you know, it's it's kind of scary so people don't want to talk about it but the people i have medicare clients who have had covid i've had some that have died unfortunately uh, which is very sad uh, from covid and they were on medicare um there were no um bills for the testing um, but i've also had some clients that have gone and gotten tested that are on medicare positive tests no charge, negative test, no charge. So I know this works. Now, um, what happens after that? The hospital stays. This is where the costs would come in. And like you mentioned, supplements, you might not have any uh, hospital costs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you might have some co-pays or deductibles when you use a Medicare Advantage plan. So that might be something to look at when you're in this pandemic season, going into 2021, as you're looking at new plans. Well, what if I do go to the hospital for five days? What what will that cost me? Yeah. So in 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 just speaking a word of caution, I would encourage people if they don't typically and even if they do to think even more so of what the worst case scenario might be. So of the people who were hospitalized of the Medicare population, the Medicare beneficiaries, you know, a million of um, a million cases throughout the Medicare population, five percent of the hospitalizations uh, resulted in hospital stays of more than 30 days um that's not cheap that's 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 really not cheap in fact if you're on um um 
a, a, a traditional Medicare, you have no maximum out of pocket. So God forbid you went to a nice hospital. God forbid you had a really attentive doctor. God forbid, you know, they save your life because you're really going to pay for it. Um, you're going to pay 20% of the bill. Right. Which can be really expensive. Right. Especially if you're on a ventilator or some sort of medical equipment. Right. Which odds are you're going to be if you're there for 30 days. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm just hanging out in the hospital. Right. No, I, I, I'm, if you're there for one to seven, let's be real. You know, no one, no one's going to go bankrupt over that. But if you're in there for months at a time, we, and, and I'm just saying that this is something that most people probably wouldn't have ever imagined would happen to them, but it's happening to, uh, people that we really wouldn't expect it to happen to. And so it can, well, I'm, let's, let's talk about maximum out of pocket here, mm, because yeah. I think that's an important point you're bringing up. Like you, no one's going to go bankrupt if they're on, uh, if they, but they might, I mean, cause it can get expensive if they're on original Medicare and there's, and there's no limit, but if they have a supplement mm -hmm. or they have a Medicare advantage, mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's look at a Medicare advantage. Cause that's what most people in this County have. Um, there's a limit to how much they're going to pay. They might have, let's just say, $150 a day that they have to pay. That's pretty um, standard. And if, in and the hospital for admission. Right. And if they're in the hospital, let's say it's $150 a day and they're in the hospital for 35 days, that's, you know, that's over five grand. Right. So where does the maximum out of pocket come in? So, um, I'm not sure to what extent I can go through specific. Um, plans. I think that I'm generally speaking, they all have a maximum out of pocket. But right. We don't. We're not right. going to get into which plans are. are okay, are, so are, there are, are, are uh, a very large insurer, one that's been around for you know at least fifty years, has a plan that their flagship in the area that plans max out of pocket very recently was thirty one hundred a year. Um, they so have, in that case, mm -hmm. thirty one hundred is a max out of pocket. They might be stuck paying say 150 a day for the hospital right. and, and maybe they pay for some drugs too and mm -hmm. and it's all included but they're 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 getting nickeled and dimed right yeah but yeah, then yeah yeah that's if great they that's a great way to put in it in there for 50 days mm -hmm. a terrible situation their their max is 3100 say right right so 30 3100 is pretty middle of the road so that's actually sorry let me take that back eight in a competitive market, 3100 is pretty middle of the road. In a non-competitive market, that's probably something that you're like, wow, that sounds great. Right, you're right. probably dealing with, you know, one that's six or seven or perhaps even eight grand. But basically, if you have a, a PPO, preferred provider organization, your max out of pocket is going to be a little bit higher. Uh, if you go out of network, it's going to be precisely double. So if it were 10, it's now 20. Uh, as opposed it, to an HMO. As opposed to an HMO where there is no out-of-network benefit. So what right, the out-of-pocket so. is, is what the out-of-pocket is. And you go outside of it and there's no coverage. So you just pay, you know, what you pay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so um, we, but we have really competitive plans in this area. You know, I was looking at one uh, this, this morning that had a 1900 max out-of-pocket. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. So let's, let's wrap up the whole idea. So. Um, we don't know what you're going to be. Pay well, we do know that you don't pay for testing if you're on Medicare. Right. So that's that's news for some people. That's good news, right? I mean, that seems fair, and the government put their stake on that. Um, now, 
if you do get coronavirus and you start using services, you're going to be hit with bills just like you would for anything else. So you got to know what your deductibles are. You got to know what your co-pays are. You got to know what your maximum out of pocket is because this thing could go for longer than a little, you know, broken arm at a hospital. This could be a multi-day stay, multi-night stay. So it's important to start thinking about what your maximum out of pockets are. So when you're looking this this 2021, I guess open enrollment is October 15th mm-hmm. through December 7th. Mm-hmm. So people are going to be shopping around now. And I don't think that, um, I don't think COVID-19 should be your main driver for switching plans. I don't Oh, see- absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, you're, you're, whatever health circumstance you're currently facing takes precedent over coronavirus. What more, what I was cautioning was the, were the people who, who do not use services typically, uh, nowadays and do not see themselves using services typically in the future. I would, I would caution them that without a supplement, without an advantage plan, there is substantial um, liability on the table for you. Right, right. I'm with you on that. So um, so just to wrap things up, doesn't cost you to get tested on Medicare, but if you have other services, you're going to be paying. So I think that's a, a bit of a sigh of relief. Two, two things from two different insurers that um, we represent. Humana is waiving... Uh, cost sharing for inpatient admission for COVID-19 treatment or health complications associated with the virus. Um, They gave no set end date. Aetna is doing the exact same thing and they're doing that through December 31st. So just just to put that in layman's terms, if you go to the hospital, normally you pay a a copay to get admitted to the hospital. But um, in this case, you wouldn't actually have to pay that because they'll waive it if it's COVID related. But if you go to the hospital and break your arm, then they're going to pay that, that hospital related fee. That being said, um, yeah, each company, I wonder if there's going to be anything coming out next year for this. Um, but I wouldn't think it's a big deal. I think you should be more focused on your network, the doctors you need, the coverage you want, that kind of thing. I don't think COVID shopping is going to be a big factor for Medicare this year. I agree with that point. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jonah, for bringing it up. I think it was a pretty interesting topic. I'm glad that you brought it up to me because I think there might be, have been some people asking about it. Um, best way to get in touch with Jonah if you have Medicare credit. He loves this stuff, by the way. I mean, I've been doing Medicare plans in Florida for since 2010, uh, but I was doing these Medicare plans, which are not as rich in benefits in New York before that. So I get that uh, Florida is really quite competitive. But if you have any questions, you can go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and we can connect with Jonah or give us a call. Jonah's extension is eight, right? Your extension mm-hmm. eight. Yes. Yeah. The number is 888-508-5935. And you can dial extension eight if you want to talk to Jonah. Give him some comments on, give him some feedback. He's, he's new to the Dolphin Financial Group podcast. So he's wondering, how am I doing? If you're listening, you want to give him feedback, give him a call. I'd the love number. it. 888-508-5935. Jonah, thanks for a great show. Appreciate it. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or 
to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.